What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Goblin Beat Podcast, brought to you by Goblins Gaming. Um, we are going to be starting a new campaign tonight, The Protectors of Aeld. A-E-L-D. Is that how you say that? Aeld? I'll just say Eld. Aeld. Aeld. It's definitely it's not Eld. If it's just L, what's the purpose of the A? Just to make it look high fantasy-ish? Yeah, sure. You have to put your pinky in the air when you say it if it's got an A. You, <laughs> you guys have to make fun of everything I make up. I mean, oh, I'm sorry. Man. I thought it was I thought it was <laughs> something you bought. No, no, I made it. <laughs> yeah, all right, well, I guess I'll die again tonight. Whatever. It's all, it's all the same. <laughs> No, your character just wakes up after being shaved, and <laughs> oh, my no, character, just... she, my, my my guy, my token is doesn't have a shaved head. I just spent I spent all my downtime during this uh, coronavirus thing making this for you guys. That's fine. Oh, that's that's not true. You've been dating stuff too. We know that. <clears throat> all right, so yeah, uh, protectors of Eld, um, and uh, obviously joining us tonight, we got uh, Brandon. He will be playing uh, Orin. Orin. Which is just a shorter version of his other character's name, I think we noticed last time. Doran, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to run out of names that I can create yeah. <laughs> based off of previous ones. All right, so let's, since we're starting this thing off, Brennan, why don't you introduce your, your character, let us know. You know, the race and class, and gives a little bit of a character history background. Why, sure. Uh, Orn is uh, a relatively young uh, half-orc barbarian uh, from a tribe that uh, is in... uh, It's kind of on on a downswing right now. Um, And so uh, he ended up getting uh, uh, sent out with uh, another half-orc. Um, to kind of uh, bring a little better, na- bring more notice to the tribe. Uh, not necessarily recruiting, I guess, but just kind of like out there to kind of find themselves, bring glory to the tribe and all that stuff. And so um, he is a first level barbarian, outlander. Uh, and he likes to bash things. So we're going to see how that works out. So for people who aren't familiar, because I wasn't familiar with it until you and John did your characters this way during character creation, what what is Outlander exactly? Oh, uh, well, I'm not going to read that stuff. That's your, that's your um, character? Is, it, is that your character background? Yeah. Okay. And maybe maybe John could... John, oh, well, we'll, we'll have John explain it when he does his character. All right, okay. so John, John, you got... Uh, go ahead and... Introduce us to your character, because I'm afraid I might say his name wrong. Sure, it's uh, Mokuzar. Okay. But that's not too hard. No. Um, Mokuzar is also from the Chaguk tribe, and uh, he studied under the tribe shamans, and so uh, he is a druid, and he seeks to harness the magical essence of nature itself to bring glory to his tribe. How's that relate to your character background of as far as yeah with us being part of a half orc or orc tribe uh uh, we took the outlander 
background tribal nomads. And then you can also choose um, like an aspect of that. So mine, I took Wanderer, uh, which gives me a good memory for maps and geography, that kind of thing. Um, hmm. So yeah, just uh, pr- pretty pretty standard for tribal peoples. Probably see a lot of Outlanders. All playing bagpipes. But yeah, well, nope, not oh, all. Yeah, uh, yeah it, uh, Oren's uh, the bagpiper. I, I like to yes, play I my am. drums. <laughs> oh, yeah, so you guys, that's right, you guys are a band, basically. Well, gotta have fun sometime, right? Well, you have yeah. to have harmony to play a band, be in a band, so. Really, uh, I, I would I would describe my guy more as a jam boner. Uh, so if you're if you're not familiar with what jam boning is, just go ahead and look that up on YouTube, and you're welcome. Yeah, make sure make sure you look at videos and don't turn off your Bluetooth. Right, right. You have to type in jam boner though, not just boner. Yeah, yeah. Is it all one word, John, or two different words? Uh, no, no, it's one word. Okay, yes. Yeah, so if you put in two different words, you might. Might get an unpleasant surprise as well. But yeah, you get a right. fruity surprise. <laughs> <laughs> very, uh, very American pie. <laughs> that's, oh, thank uh. you. that's okay. For our younger listeners, will not get that reference. I'm afraid. I think it may be like <clears throat> on Turner Classic Movies by now or something. Anyway, um, and I am playing Balos. And uh, if you want to pronounce it real fancy, Elvish, it's Balos. Yeah, just imagine Gandalf saying Balos. It's a fighter, high elf. Um, uh, He's got got an acolyte background, which um, (coughs) is basically sort of a spin on the, um, what was it, sage background a little bit. So adept, instead of a, maybe? yeah, adept. Sorry, adept background. Um, almost like a sage background, pretty much identical to a sage background, except instead of an extra language, you get two um, cantrips instead of just the one. Nice. So, uh, but I still kind of use the uh, sage background for my kind of my history with this particular character. So. Balos, who doesn't use his house name purposely, uh, was a wizard's apprentice uh, for quite a while, and it was getting getting to the point to where he was about to get pretty serious into the study of his magic, and uh, did something that he doesn't like to talk about and doesn't say, so I'm not going to say now, uh, that angered his master so much that he ejected him from his program and brought his family great shame. And, he he told him that he actually liked the Last Jedi, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, that must have it must have been that. Yeah, brought great uh, dishonor on his family. Yeah, totally did. Uh, so so that that so that's why he dropped his his house name, and on uh, so he he went back to his first his first love, which is the use of uh, you know the classic Elven longbow, uh, and and kind of modifies the use of that. Uh, using the magic study of magic that he was able to garner as a wizard's apprentice, and hopes to hopes to study more of that to merge those two uh, those two things together. So that's kind of where he's 
he's coming from. So he looks a little different than most high elves. Um, instead of having the long flowing locks and fancy clothing, he's more got a shaved head uh, and his armor is more dark, kind of rough. And uh, ran into the half-orc brothers here um, on the road and uh, banded together with them in order to have safety in numbers. And then Danny, of course, who is going to kill me tonight, (laughs) is going to be, if you've been listening to our other campaign, you know that's pretty much par for the course. Um, And uh, uh, he's going to be running things. Yeah, so... uh... We are adventuring tonight, and hopefully we'll continue with this for a while. But uh, even though I that gave it a lame spelling of Eld, um, yeah, these characters are heading into the Thornscar Valley, which Matt's microphone is obvious, or somebody's microphone must be on their keyboard because they are typing uh, up a storm. <laughs> all right, I got a different set of headphones in tonight. I didn't. I will. I will mute myself. Uh, sounded like you were tap dancing. <laughs> John, that's what you sound like. Type on your keyboard, man. <laughs> well, it takes skill. It's honestly like you're trying to like beat your keyboard in submission. Well, you got to show it who's boss. True. All right. So, uh, Eld is the continent uh, that you guys are arriving on now, and you're heading towards the Thornscar Valley. It was once okay. a great kingdom full of heroes and powerful magic, and during that time, um, a place that the, that's now just known as the Hall of Heroes was created in a, the Golden City of Melgorn, where a group that was deemed heroes by all the realms could go to prove themselves. Those that triumphed became legends, uh, found extra powerful extra, uh, legendary magical items, <laughs> or those who make it through. Um, those who don't are never heard from again. Now, though, centuries later, the valley is uh, it's basically fallen into disrepair. The kingdoms has its separate realms, eight, there are eight of them, <clears throat> that were all once united are kind of uh, separated now. They don't have much to do with one another. Uh, some of the realms contain only one or two small villages. Uh, denizens of other planes move freely throughout the valley <clears throat> in the many weak spots in reality caused by eons of powerful magic. Bandits abound, and nature itself attempts to reclaim much of the land. It's still possible, though, for heroes to become a, a hero of each realm and be admitted into the hall in the center of the valley in the ruins of Melgorn. Groups of, of heroes uh, travel throughout each of the realms hoping to collect enough seals and tokens from each of the the leaders of the realms to uh to be given admittance into the hall so each of the three of you for your own reasons has uh come to the valley to in order to try to become a hero of the realms okay uh you started out in uh in the south uh there's a small port city there called cogsworth which is run by gnomes Mm-hmm. Uh, other people are there, but mostly gnomes. There's a lot of inventors, tinkers, and tradesmen of all all races. But uh, found, the city was founded by gnomes, and a gnome gave you uh, a job helping guard his merchant caravan, as he do as a level one adventurer, to the city of Lorien, which is also 
in the realm of Lorien because Lorien only has one city, which is really more of a village. Hmm. Um, so, uh, how did you guys? Let's start with how. How did the three of you get together? Did you meet in Cogsworth? Or did um, three of you meet before? I figured we met on the, the way in. On that, on that. Well, Before we all so got you, hired on to the same job, and that's how we met. Well, yeah, so you all definitely got hired on to the same job in Cogsworth. So did you meet there, or uh, or you, could, you probably took a ship from somewhere else to get to get to Cogsworth. Okay. okay. Well, then so, I'm sure we met on the ship and, and hit it off. Okay. Yeah, so... Yeah, I, I'm, an, I'm a high elf that speaks orc, so I figured that's probably how I endeared myself. I picked the yeah. two toughest looking things on the ship and, and talked to, to him, started talking to him in work, and they were like, hey, dude, high elf knows orc. He looks, he doesn't look like a regular wussy high elf. <laughs> well, <laughs> probably never heard uh, orcish spoken in uh, an elven. I would, I would guess, given, elf, so. given my character's appearance, that some people might actually mistake me for a wood elf. Mm, probably. Yeah. So you guys were maybe a little surprised to find that there were other groups. Uh, there were many adventurers or would-be adventurers in Cogsworth looking to form groups and head into the valley. Um, because everyone everyone knows that there's there's if you can survive in, in the valley, there's a lot of adventure to be had, a lot of treasure to be had. And if you can get into the actual floating golden city in the center of the realm, you can... Uh, you know, there's untold riches there to be to be found and had. Uh, but the three so, of go ahead. Just sound excellent. Yeah. All right. Uh, is there anything you guys wanted to get or do in Cogsworth before you leave? Um, I think that uh, John, did you did you finalize your modern magic item? I did. I did. I got a wand of magic detection. Uh, okay. So, right. like, so my because I was also I was promised one too, right? I think we ever. I don't think we ever uh, ironed that out. We did not, but uh, that can that can come out organically, or if you have to come up, if you know what you want, we can uh, work that in. Uh, I mean, let me question you for a second because it's like so, I missed that completely. He got a one. No, you're not getting it because you haven't had your birthday yet. Um, oh, <laughs> it's uh, so. So he has one, to wait till December. So yeah. I guess the, I guess the artifact is out of the question, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. How about a, how about just a plus one longbow? No, no. no <laughs> come on, you're you're a first level orc here. I mean, elf. <laughs> elf speaks orcish. All right, fine. I'll, I'll think of something then. Plus one? That's not that great. No, that's pretty. That's pretty powerful. Yep. It is right. with bounded accuracy. Ring of ring of protection. No. no. All right, I'll keep on looking. All right. I okay, just so uh, I just picked magic detection, so I didn't have to use one of my spells for that. One. Can you sort the items by their rarity? <laughs> yeah, John yeah, has a, a PDF you can link you. Okay. Thanks. All right. So uh, before you guys uh, hired on, one of uh, scouts, you uh, you guys hired on with Gilbert the gnome. He runs a uh, Gilbert's 
great caravan. It runs between Cogsworth and Lorien on a on a uh, monthly basis. He said, "Oh, you guys are uh, you guys are heading to Lorien. Uh, you understand? Do any of you use magic to any degree?" Uh, I do. Uh, you understand how how magic is affected in the valley, then? Yes. Uh, hold on. Let me check my handouts. No, I am. We we are new to the valley. I have no idea how magic is affected in the valley. I hope right, in a well, good way. <coughs> uh, yes, in a good way. Um, but also, yes, you had said in a bad way. And he, he begins to explain. He sketches out. Uh, I've got a much fancier version called Schools of Magic in the hands out, handouts here. You can see. So uh, originally, uh, when when the uh, kingdom was first created, they created schools to teach uh, magicians about each of the different types of, of magic. And each of those is uh, now represented by a realm. Uh, Lorien, he, uh, he points, he taps on the, on the wheel, is uh, where abjuration magic was taught. So uh, protection magic, that sort of thing. Uh, and that means that even today, uh, abjuration magic has a tendency to, to work better in Lorien than it normally would. Um, if you look on this wheel here, you'll see that uh, on the opposite side is divination. Uh, divination magic in the, in the realm of Lorien has a tendency to go a bit haywire. Um, it'll still work, but sometimes uh, strange and not so great things happen when you cast those spells. And every other realm uh, is uh, uses one of these schools as well, and uh, similar types of things happen. So probably best to know uh, what realm you're going into and, and how it affects magic before you go into it. Yep, that's the thank stunned you. silence I normally get from, <laughs> from adventurers. Uh, thank you for the, <laughs> the information. It's gonna, I'm going to have to sit down and chart that out. Sure, sure. Go for it. Which luckily we already have here. <laughs> we'll nice say that little wheel. Yeah, you'll, we can say that that nice drawing is what uh, Balos creates during the rest of the trip. All right. <clears throat> so uh, eventually you guys make it to Lorien. At this point, you've been traveling north for two weeks, escorting a small caravan from the coast all the way into the Thornscar Valley. Uh, the road from the small coastal town of Cogsworth is fairly well maintained, and you made decent, if slow, time trudging through the coastal plains during the rainy season. Once you reach the rolling plains that presage the forested realm of Lorien, you're able to see the distant Thornscar Mountains, tall, jagged, and snow-capped. The magical nature of the valley, of which you all heard many rumors and Gilbert told you about, uh, is almost palpable as you approach the tree line signaling that you are officially entering a realm of Eld. The excitement is eclipsed, however, by your first sight of the distant golden city floating above the center of the valley. The city, which you guys know only heroes of all eight realms is able to enter, is said to contain power and riches beyond comprehension to mortals. Mm -hmm. It's the true reason that each of you and many other adventures before you and probably on the road behind you have come to this valley. Um, you all just hope that you might be smart, strong, quick, or lucky enough to become a hero. 
Uh, with these thoughts still swimming through your heads, your caravan has reached its destination of the village of Lorien uh, three days after entering the forest. The village is in the center of a clearing within the forest, though as you guys uh, enter into it, you get the impression that the village was once much larger, perhaps a, a full-fledged city, as it appears that the forest has slowly been reclaiming its land over the years, and many of the buildings are at least partially covered in moss and vines. All the buildings are stone construction, impressive architecture is on display everywhere you look. The caravan stops in a small market square, and your gnomish employer, Gilbert, thanks you for your service and pays you each 10 gold pieces. Mm. And asks you if you guys need directions. Hmm. Maybe. Uh, one, so uh, <laughs> one thing, one thing you you guys have picked up from Gilbert uh, is that every every realm has a magus. Now, um, a magus used to be uh, a term for the the greatest mage of whatever school was in that realm, and now it's like a ceremonial. It's more like a mayor, right? Okay. Uh, magus, magus doesn't necessarily know magic, but they are in charge at least nominally, of the realm. And it's the Magus who can claim, can uh, give you the title of hero of that realm. Okay. So we need to get in good with the Magus. Yeah. Does uh, does he know the, the Magus of, of this realm? Oh, yeah. The, the Magus here is uh, Orin. He's a, he's a young human. Uh, he's young to me. He's not even 30 years old. That's strange for such a young uh, being to have attained such a high station. Yeah, I think I think he came to the valley as an adventurer, uh, became a hero of a couple of realms, and then decided to settle down here. Well, uh, that's uh, that's what I've heard, rumor wise, anyway. Um, if you need a place to stay, you can stay here at the campground. It's one copper piece a night. If you prefer the comfort of an inn, uh, the Resting Laurels is a local tavern. He points over and you see a uh, fairly, made, fairly well-made two-story stru- stone structure with a, uh, a sign with laurels on the sign nearby. Okay. Uh, that's where I stay. I don't stay out here on the dirt. <laughs> uh, the, the dirt doesn't bother me, but I'm not sure about my new friend Valos here. I've got dirt smudged on my skin, so. All right. Uh, Gilbert, last we all do. That's why I'm going to the resting laurels to get a bath. Baths. Ah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You look like the folk who probably don't want baths. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I keep keep my skin kind of smudgy and stuff just to to hide my complexion, to make it look ruddier. Because I do try to pass as a wood elf. Okay. Are you telling that to Gilbert, or are you just saying that out of character? No, no, I'm just saying that out of character. <laughs> It'd be funnier if you were saying it at first. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Giving away secrets. Let me see. Um, so, Danny, uh, just just take a look at that item I put down there. I mean, I know that it's a wondrous item, but, I mean, come on. <laughs> it's not It's not all that useful, and it's hilarious. It's probably something like Armageddon bow. No, it's uh, called the Wanda's Cowls. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with it, yeah, if you like it. Yeah. So, um, you can get a cloak of billowing. I'm, I'm just going to hold on to what that does for right now. All right. It's, I mean, people can look it up, obviously, if they're, if they're listening. But 
I think it's funny. all right. Since you, since I mean, you promised it's a, like what, an un- an uncommon item. I mean, I mean, plus one is an uncommon item, but I'm, yeah, I'm just not going to fetch it. It's fine. All right. So, um, uh, Mokuzar asked Gilbert, uh, "Who do we talk to about uh, securing a tent at the campground?" Um, you could probably, uh, I mean, you could probably buy one off someone here at the market uh, if you need a tent. Figured you guys, you know, uh, they don't have tents for rent. It's just a cover piece to, you know, to have ground space. So, Larry is very strange. Uh, if you, if you would like to uh, buy a tent, honestly, most of the people who uh, who are here don't don't even buy tents. They just have a bedroll, and uh, there's a uh, two communal fires fire fire pits there. They just kind of share those. Yeah. One thing, one thing about Lorian is the. Uh, the weather's almost never bad. Oh, that helps. Interesting. That's a relief from being on the road for a long time. Yeah. <clears throat> All, right. All right. Well, uh, uh, if you guys want to be adventurers, you should probably go uh, to the Magus board uh, and look, see if anybody's posted any work there. Or uh, you probably see the Magus himself. He normally comes and checks out the caravan when we first get here. He's a he's a young guy. He likes to walk around town. Okay. Well, then uh, I guess we will. Uh, I I want to go check out the Magus board. See what kind of uh, stuff is going on in this area. All right. Um. <clears throat> the so the Magus board is in the center of town. Uh, like I said before, the whole town is kind of covered in uh, in vines, and there's trees growing everywhere. There's plant life. Basically, everywhere you look, um, uh, on the sides of the roads, in the middle of the road, even though it gets used all the time, uh, all around the village. As you guys were coming in, you noticed um, a lot of buildings that were like uh, mostly fallen down, but you could still see the outlines of them and part of the stonework that were just covered in, in foliage. Um, there were a few places where you saw strange things like. Uh, about a mile outside of the village, there was a ar- stone archway that was completely pristine. Um, it had like gold gilding on it, uh, no greenery, no vines or anything growing on it. It was just a beautiful stone archway that went over the over the road. It was about uh, twenty mm-hmm. feet wide at the base. But then, but then a lot of other stuff is just completely overgrown. Uh, in, in any case, the, the Magus board is towards the center center of town. There's a small uh, two-story tower. If you can call it a tower or two stories. It doesn't exactly tower over anything else in the village. But it's right. there. And there's a uh, uh, little magical symbol with uh, eight stars that you guys were told is the uh, symbol of the Magus in every every realm. And uh, sure enough, there's actually a, a wooden board sitting there with uh, little notices tacked to it. Okay. There appear to be three notices tacked to it at the time. Mokazar uh, thanks Gilbert uh, for for trusting us and hiring us and being uh, an important part of our first step on the hero's journey. Of course, of course. You guys hold on to those ten gold pieces. You might uh, might need those. Will do. All right. Uh, who knows how to read? 
Not I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure barbarians can't. I don't know if outlanders can or not. Uh, I, I, I mean, if you're proficient in a language, assuming you can read it. Yeah, there are some. There are some exceptions. I know barbarian. I think is an exception by default. They can't read. No, All right. Well, I can, I can read. I know common and goblin and orc. So. Okay. Yeah, I can. I can read. Okay. I would. I would hope the sage, <laughs> or scholar, could. All right. Uh, you notice at the top of all three of these listings, uh, they say uh, four adventurers with um, favor with the Magus, who have favor with the Magus. And favor is in italics. It's not drawn all fancy on the, uh, on the notice. Hmm. So it went on, you said that you have to be, you have to have the Magus's favor to do it, or it brings favor it says it says four adventurers with favor with the favor oh, with favor okay yeah um mm. and uh, as you guys are standing there a uh <clears throat> fairly haughtily dressed uh young uh, half-elven female uh, <coughs> well must be a wizard she's wearing wizard's robes and so obviously that that means she's a wizard uh steps up Looks at the three of you, kind of huffs, uh, and snatches one of the notices off the board and turns to walk away. Excuse me. <laughs> she she uh, arches an eyebrow and says, yes. We just, uh, we just come here to your city, and can you give us a little information about... Yeah. You're welcome. Anyways, <laughs> um... <clears throat> Can you tell us anything about uh, the board and what uh, what's being offered, and what we what we should do to go about uh, getting some of the good jobs? Uh, well, this isn't my city. I'm an I'm a proven adventurer. She says she um, puts a lot of emphasis on the word proven with favor, and she holds up the the piece of paper and kind of waves at you of the magus already. Um, if you've just arrived here, you probably have to wait for. Uh, for something like a, um, I don't know, a, a seamstress to lose her clothespin or something, and then maybe you can do that. Mm. She turns to walk away again. Matt, okay. where's your witty comebacks? He was busy well, watching her leave. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. She's a half elf. What are you talking about? She's repulsive. <laughs> I agree, friend. I agree. No, I was just Too thinking about, I was just thinking about helping a seamstress find her needle. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, perhaps that is definitely definitely the kind of job that I could do. Perhaps we <laughs> should inquire with the Magus and, and find what it takes to uh, obtain his favor. As you guys are. Uh, Sitting there talking to another, what must be a mage in, uh, in blue robes, looks like a, a human at this time. Walks up and starts looking at the board. Looks over to a human male. Yeah, yeah. Gentlemen. He's got a little. Uh, he's got blonde hair and a little blonde goatee. He, start, he starts kind of like uh, stroking the goatee, looking look at the notices, like he's trying to decide on something. Well met. Uh, mm, well met indeed. 
trying to pick out a uh, a job. I see. Oh, you, you fellas find something you liked here? And they all seem to be for those in favor of the Magus, and we just arrived, so. We were told by the half-oven lady who just left that perhaps we should try to help a seamstress find her needle. <laughs> uh, that was Orlin, I'm guessing. I didn't catch her name, but uh, I'll, I'll I'll keep that in mind for the future. Uh, she and she and her group have done a couple of things for the Magus already. They, uh, I think they expect to move on to another realm soon. You know, the, uh, the Magus makes it known that if you do two uh, heroic deeds here, he'll He'll give you uh, the title of hero of this realm. So, oh, okay. A lot of adventurers um, find that think that makes it easier, so they they flock here. Which I'm sure is one of the reasons you guys are here. Well, yeah, we just kind of ended up here. Um, I'm Ballas, by the way. Ah, nice to meet you, Ballas. I'm Orin. We also have an Orin. Really? Yeah. Yes. Oh, this you... handsome fellow right here. My oh. test my test friend here. His name is Warren. Ah. Does he spell it with an I or an E? An I. Both. <laughs> he doesn't know. Um, uh, <laughs> fair enough. He yeah. He can't read or write, so we we spell it with an I. Uh, well, I spell mine with an E. That'll make it easier to differentiate the two of us. But I want both. Not for him. <laughs> Oh, well, we must find a way, I suppose, to. I suppose, since he made it, the, the Magus here has made it so easy to. So clear, rather, how to be named a hero of the realm, that it must also be clear how to gain his favor. Oh, yeah. He doesn't want people junking up the streets, right? No, yeah, you just perform uh, one task uh, that doesn't require favor. Okay. So just a task off this board that doesn't require favor gains you favor. Right. Oh. Excellent. You've been very helpful. Thank you, Orn. No problem. Unfortunately, there aren't any that don't require a favor on the board. That's what I was just looking at. Yeah, yeah, we noticed that as well. So what, I guess we just stand here till they post one and then be the first one to snatch it? Um, or you could just take it from my hand and he holds out a piece of paper. Oh. Thanks. I guess sure. you were here to post. Yeah, that's right. Um, he uh he has a piece of paper and you I guess you open it up. Yeah. All right. Uh, it says uh, meet with Snaps, the Goblin, and uh, help deal with bandits who attacked him. Snaps the Goblin. Um, I can take you to uh, see Snaps if you want to. He's at the he's uh, in the Tower of the Magus here. Sure, absolutely. That would be All great. Right. One. Sure, follow me. All right, gentlemen. Let's go talk to a goblin. Do you guys follow the other Orin? Yeah. Yes. Yep. All right. Um, All right, so you go uh, just around the side of the tower in in the front door. Um, When you walk in, there's what looks more like a house, really, on the inside here. There's um, a lot of sitting areas. There's uh, obviously a fire in the back, which may or may not be necessary as it's about 65 degrees outside. It's fairly mild. Um, he takes you through the main, the main entry room and off to the right where there's a small office. And uh, sitting at a chair, uh, uh, facing away from you guys, but, but facing the desk, 
is a small goblin. And uh, he tur turns and, lo and looks at the three of these who walk in the door. And Oren says, gentlemen, this is Snaps. Well met, Sir Snaps. Uh, Snaps uh, looks at you guys and look, uh, says, uh, hey? We're here to help with your bandit problem? Oh, that was fast. Uh, at that point, Oren is walking around and sits down on the other side of the desk. And Snaps turns around and says, Magus, how did you find him so fast? I was wondering. <laughs> Uh, uh, Orange shrugs. Hey, must be magic. Uh, anyway, uh, so uh, Snaps and his uh, family were attacked by bandits this morning uh, near some ruins, which we have a lot of in Lorien. He picks up a, a drink that's got some smoke coming out of it and takes a sip of it. Um, two of, two of uh, Snaps' family were hurt. Uh, they're being taken care of right now by a couple of druids. Uh, from the village, but uh, well, we don't take kindly to bandits around here, which is one of the reasons uh, we encourage adventurers. What do you guys think? Be happy to help out, Snaps. I'm glad that your family members are recovering. Yeah, he nods. Me too. I didn't think my dad was going to make it. He uh, took an arrow in the side. Well, barely was able to drag him here. He was unconscious when we got to town. Hopefully they didn't attack simply because of your race. Uh, I don't. I don't know. They were. They were outside of some old uh, ruins in in the part of the uh, one of the old quarters that no one goes around. It was uh, known to be inhabited by uh, some unsavory sorts, or at least that's what we what we think. Because there's a lot of weird weirdness that goes on there. Uh, so snaps like facing you guys. I uh, turned around in his chair. And uh, Oren is behind him, so you can see Oren's face too, and he just kind of like uh, nods and shrugs as Snaps is talking. Right. Uh, uh, I'm going to ask Snaps. Uh, John, you're a little hard to hear. Do you have your like. Uh... Is that better? Yep, it's better. All right, sorry. I, I pushed my mic away. Um, I was just going to ask him uh, how many bandits attacked them. And. Um, and what uh, what kind of bandits were they? Were they humans? Were they? Uh, there were there were three of them. They were hooded bandits for sure. Hooded <laughs> makes it difficult to to learn much about their uh, identity in that case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I call them bandits, but as a general term, they I don't know. You call them cutthroats, I guess. They, they attacked the us uh, as we were we're taking a standard shortcut we take to get uh, into town. And uh, they just attacked us out of nowhere. We and, just came uh, here to sell. We sell skins and stuff for people to make into leather goods. Did the uh, did the hoods match each other? Uh, no, I don't. Uh, they were all kind of dark, and I mean, I, I don't want to upset you guys, but kind of grubby, like you guys. It's, oh no, grubby's a fair description. He appears relieved. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. So taller than goblins. Yep. Shorter than I don't know ogres. Yeah, yeah. And three of them and hooded. Yeah. Warren is just nodding behind him the whole time. Male, female. I don't know. They had bows and arrows. Okay, that's nervous. 
assuming they spoke common. They didn't speak. They just shot. Yeah. Any distinctive markings at all? Mm. Emblems, insignia. He, he uh, looks at the magus and shrugs. Okay. He noticed. Can you tell us how to get to this shortcut? Uh, Oren goes, um, I don't, I wouldn't uh, advise taking the shortcut uh, for anyone larger than a goblin, but uh, I can kind of show you, he gestures behind him, there's a map of what appears to be the uh, surrounding area. I can kind of show you on the map here and give you general directions. I would, if I were going, I would take the road. And, and, uh, Snaps kind of shrugs. Yeah. Do you think maybe taking the shortcut might bait them out? Uh, I wouldn't take the shortcut if I was larger than a goblin, Orin says again. Right, which we are. Yeah, all right. Uh, Mainly because I just don't think you would fit. You'd probably get stuck. Right, okay. Get impression. Okay, well, we can go check out the site and see what we can find. Um, I don't guess you saw which direction they went in. Uh, no. Okay. Uh, Oren, uh, he uh, clears throat and says, <clears throat> well, gentlemen, um, if you're interested in doing this, it's early in the day. Uh, no better time to be an adventurer and a hero. Yes, yeah, certainly. Be happy well, to give you give you the, uh, the job. It pays in uh, favor of the Magus. Uh, okay. All I ask is that you bring uh, any information or strange and strange objects you happen to find back to me, um, if they are in, uh, in some way useful to you and not detrimental to the realm, then uh, you'll be free to keep them. Okay. Um, any any gold or material goods you you gain in service of the realm are yours to keep. Uh, do you have any questions? Do you prefer the bandits dead or alive? Um, we prefer any anyone who attaches attacks. Uh, uh, honest members of our realm to be executed, to be honest. We don't put up with it here. Easier for us. Especially for other women. If you can't figure mm-hmm. out why uh, they're here and what they're doing here, that would be of use, though. Um, if we even can if find a way to sneak bring, up on them first, we will. If, if you can't do that, just bring back one of the bodies. That'll be good enough. We appreciate your gracious use of your time, Magus. We obviously didn't realize who we were dealing with at first. Oh, that's okay. That's why I like to walk around. It uh, lets me meet people before they know I'm the Magus. He does the, uh, whatever the medieval equivalent of air quotes is. Right. Maybe just air quotes. Maybe maybe wiggles his fingers menacingly. You know? yeah. That's what I think for Magus, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, good day to you then, sir, and uh, we will certainly get to work on this. Oh, I almost forgot. You guys, uh, any of you guys uh, use magic? Yes. Uh, Yes. Mm. Uh, You are aware of uh, the magical nature of the valley. I know this is your first first realm you've been in. We were given a crash course on the way here. Mm -hmm. Um, Uh, Well, so protection magic in particular... uh, we call uh, traditionally called the school of abjuration is very powerful here. You'll notice that uh, some protective spells that were put in place centuries ago are still working perfectly, even though they should have expired. 
Like the uh, stonework? Like some of the stonework. You probably noticed on your way in there was an archway. Uh, that was actually originally the uh, gate into the city of Lorien. Uh, uh, and if if you noticed, there was a, a what is it about a mile from the actual village now? So that's how large the city was originally. So there's a lot hidden underneath the, uh, the foliage of, of the forest around here. So be careful. Don't fall in any deep holes. And and also the flora and fauna both uh, can be dangerous here. It's uh, grows aggressively, as the locals say. Excellent. We'll definitely. Uh... Keep an eye out for that. Thank you for your your help. Sure. Well, uh, hope to see you back. Yeah, us too. Gentlemen? Snaps? Nice yeah, to meet you. I'll, yeah, nice to meet you too. I'll uh, I'll walk with you guys, and uh, if you have any other questions about, it, about stuff, I'll tell you on the way through town. Sure, sure. All right, he hops out of the seat and walks with you. I say an orc. Uh, snaps, do you speak orc? Yeah, but I prefer goblin. I don't speak goblin. Eh, that's fair. I'm surprised you speak orc, to be honest. You look almost like an elf. Yeah, I get that a lot. I speak to him in goblin. Uh, I let him know that uh, I didn't greet him before out of uh, respect for the Magus. Didn't want to embarrass him if he didn't speak goblin as well. Ah. Uh. Uh, thanks. You don't have to worry. He speaks a lot of languages. I think uh, he's got some kind of magical doodad that lets him speak all the languages. Would be a very useful doodad. It's yeah, a well, doodad, love. Yeah. It's good to be the Magus. Mm. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't be commenting. I don't speak Goblin. So. Yeah, yeah, you, should, you, should, yeah, you should speak Goblin with him, because that way maybe most people won't understand what you're saying if you have any further questions. He does. He says that you know the Magus when he said he hopes to see you again. He was being literal, right? Like he he hopes you don't die. That's comforting. A lot of times, a lot of times, adventurers show up uh, and go off to do their first adventure and uh, just don't come back. Some of them, not all of them, die. Sometimes, like you know, you three will go out and one guy will live, and then he'll just go home. So don't think you're all going to die. Well, we hope to prove we're made of uh, sterner stuff than most adventurers. Yeah. Sorry, my back my backpack is full of ice. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, that'd be um, good. I'd, I'd really appreciate it if you guys take care of those uh, bandits so uh, my family and I can go home tomorrow. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, right. No offense intended, but we hate it when people pick on the little guy. Hey, me too. I've always felt that way, to be honest. Yeah. Well, if you uh, you just get back to your family and we'll we'll check it out. All right, uh, I'll be staying at the resting laurels if you need me. The uh, Magus is putting us all up for the night. Sounds like a good leader. Yeah, he's pretty good. Plus that uh, that laurel stormshade is a hottie for an elf. Oh, so it's named after her. Well, it's named after her and uh, her friend Laurel Starbreeze. Sea breeze. I'm sorry. They uh, they run it together. She's also she's also an elf, but uh, she's one of those highfalutin elves. I don't get along with them. So Laurel Stormshades and Laurel 
Seabreeze. Seabreeze. Yeah. They're both named Laurel. Yeah, that's why they named it the Resting Laurels. Get it? It's great. No, that is actually pretty funny. Yeah. All right, anyway. All right. Well, get rest on your laurels at the Resting Laurels and try to watch the Resting Laurels. Oh, I'm going to watch them. Ain't no trying about it. All right. <laughs> he goes. All right. So we, uh, we look, uh, gentlemen, do you, um, either of you need anything out of town before we hit the road? Mokuzar uh, uh, begins casting a small spell, mm-hmm. and uh, and a, an orb appears in his hand. What uh, what school of magic is it? It is transmutation. Okay, right. or it appears and, to work uh, normally. All right, and uh, we're going to see. Uh, it, it should identify what the weather is going to be like for the next twenty four hours. Oh, interesting. I think that would be divination magic. It popped up as abjuration, but it's a transmutation cantrip. Yeah, because divination probably would not work out quite so well. You said it popped up as abjuration, but it's transmutation? Yes. As far as I know, these uh, spells that I dragged over from the compendium are all messed up. Really? Yeah. I got my conjuration spells right. Or abjuration, actually, sorry. No, it says conjuration. Yeah, conjuration. Yeah, mage hand, that's right. And then evocation, dancing lights. Yes, yeah, so druid practice is supposed to be transmutation. Got it. I guess you can change it on your sheet then if it's wrong. All right. So uh, uh, the little orb. Uh, starts out kind of a, a dark, almost black color, and then uh, over the course of a couple of seconds turns into a sky blue with a little wispy white around it, letting you know that it's going to be mostly sunny over the next 24 hours. Well, this looks guys. auspicious for our first adventure. Maybe I should test out my spell, too. I'm going to cast cast Mage Hands to see how it feels out. That is a conjuration spell. Alright, it also appears to work normally. Okay, good deal. And looking at a little chart I've made, I'm figuring evocation is probably going to be okay and I don't really want to cast dancing lights in the middle of town. um, uh, Yours was transmutation, right, uh, John? Yes. Roll, uh, Roll me a d20. Right. Roll to three. All right, yeah, it, it functions normally. All right. <clears throat> well, um, weave of magic here feels strange. Does it? It felt like the, uh, the spell was getting tugged at by magical energy just all around you as you cast it. it was it was unusual. Uh, the conjuration spell, the mat cat that you cast, uh, was felt basically normal. Okay, good deal. Maybe when we get outside of town, I'm gonna cast dancing lights for a second just to see how it goes. All right. Well, uh, following the directions from the Magus, you're able to. Uh, you basically just head uh, out of town from. You came in from the south, and you head out of town going west. Um, down what's actually a fairly well-made uh, uh, 
road, at least for the first uh, few hundred feet, and then it kind of turns into a path. And every so often, it'll suddenly be perfectly cobbled road again. It looks like it was just swept this morning. Well, and then go back to a dirt path. Gentlemen, if you won't allow me to scout maybe 30 feet ahead or so. Would love That would be appreciated. All right. I'll, I'll just give this bird call. Let's do kind of a, I don't know, just say blackbird noise. If I uh, need you to stop. And then I'll scream if you need if I need you to come help me. Yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a pretty good signal. I think we'll understand that. Yeah, I'd try to keep stick with the basics. Birds and screaming. All right, Danny, since um they mentioned that there were some druids in town, I'm going to keep uh-huh. an eye out for any uh druidic signs. Uh-huh. Uh <clears throat> hidden messages. Okay. You uh, can make me a perception check then as you guys walk. Do you like hobo signs? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it, or druid signs, uh, although druids have been accused of being hobos before. Bears poop here. <laughs> All right. Uh, good poop hole. Uh, you, don't, you don't see any signs with a 14. You don't see anything as you guys are walking. Right. Um, I just read today, like back in the, the olden days, that uh, European nobles would hire people to live on their lands as um, like fancy hobos, like dressed up kind of like druids. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> for, for what purpose? Uh, I, I guess it was like a social status signal kind of thing. Okay. If you had a druid hobo living on your land, that meant you were really special or something. <laughs> it is good to be friends with the druids. Well, if anybody's out there, the best hobos. If anybody's out there hiring, uh, <laughs> totally open to dressing like a druid and living on your home, playing like a hobo. Normally, that pays in room and board, though. You're not going to get rich that way. Not looking to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'll scout ahead, and yeah, you tell me what checks you need me to make. All right, uh, so you guys go, uh, you know, it's got a couple of miles uh, outside of town before you have, well, not a couple of miles, about a mile outside of town before you have to head uh, north to the area they described to you on the map. Um, So make me a, what is it, perception check, I would guess, as you guys are walking down the road. Each of us? Yeah, just just Matt, since he's up there patrolling in front of the yard. 20. Um, you see signs of recent uh, activity, like uh, recent use on the road. Uh, it's definitely fairly well-traveled. Um, you also see uh, tracks of uh, different kinds of uh, animals. You expect you assume animals, because they're not, they're not booted feet, and they're not uh, bare feet, like human or humanoid bare feet. They're like, uh, you know, animal tracks. Right. Um, if you have nature or something, if you're interested, you could try and figure out what kind of animals, but otherwise they're animal tracks. I mean, I might as well. I don't know this little place. Boom! 22. Alright, with your with your critical success on nature, you're able to tell <laughs> uh, 
three rare, fairly large gray wolves came through here approximately 6.2 hours ago. <laughs> uh, following what appears to be a deer with a limp on its back left hoof. One and of the wolves appears to be pregnant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one, of the, one of the wolves, obviously a she-wolf, was pregnant, and based on the smell of the wind, you can tell that they caught the deer approximately a quarter of a mile after they passed the road. <laughs> uh, but nothing necessarily dangerous to you. So. I know statistics doesn't work this way, but you know, what a way to waste a crit. <laughs> right. yeah. Oh man. Anyway, all right. Well, nothing I've need I feel the need to tell them, so I'll just keep going. All right. Uh all right. So uh you guys follow and you eventually find a sign that the uh <coughs> goblin settlement is or the, the goblin is a trapper village, really. Uh is north, and it's actually a sign that says Goblin Trappers, and it points north uh, in a small, almost more like a game trap than a road. Uh, That's helpful. Yeah. So you guys turn north. Um, yep. And uh, begin to walk. It's, it's a game trail, but every once in a while it widens out to about five or so feet. Uh, the ground here is fairly hilly. Um, there's trees everywhere, but it's not necessarily a forest. It's like spot, sparsely populated with trees. Um, there's hills, a couple of streams, that sort of thing. I guess there's any real way to be stealthy here. I mean, I'm kind of out in the middle. People on the sides want to see me; they can see me. Well, yeah, you could you could still be kind of stealthy, but uh, but yeah, you're definitely out on the no control for the most part. I mean, I'll really you a check just in case it's useful for you. Oh, see, that's where my twenty would have came in handy. A natural one. <laughs> that actually is very helpful to me. Thanks for that. Hmm. Uh, so as you're walking along, uh, singing a song, uh, completely uh, unaware of what's going on, uh, you suddenly hear, you guys in the back, hear a bird call, which you know means to stop, right? Because that's what uh, you were told. Was it, was it my specific bird call, Blackbird? I don't know. Was, either, was it followed guys, by a scream? Either of you guys know. I was waiting for the scream. Either of you guys know what a blackbird call sounds like. Maybe the druid. I, I mean, I made the noise for them. Was what I was trying to indicate. I made a specific yeah. bird call. All right, all right. Um, I mean, they could roll. They could roll to see if they remember it or not. Yeah, make me a make me a uh, either a nature or a uh, or just a wisdom check. All right, fourteen. And a three. 14 and a three. Uh, yeah, you know what I'm supposed to be waiting for a screen. I don't remember a bird. Right. <laughs> Mokazar knows, knows what a blackbird sounds like. Uh, but then it's, it is actually followed. Uh, I don't know. What happens? You see a giant red hawk uh, spearing through the out of the air straight towards your face. Bellows, what do you do? I uh, dive for the side of the road <laughs> and yell, Hawk! All right. Ah. <laughs> okay. So, make me a. Uh, here it is. Acrobatics. Yeah. No. Uh, make me a. Oh, somebody already rolled. <laughs> make me an initiative check. 
Oh, let me, I wanna, let me clear Mokazor out of here first. I don't know why. Yeah. Can you hear my keep my uh my mouse pad clicking too? Yeah, oh, but it's not yeah. as bad as the typing. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I'll, I'll make sure not to forget my other headphones next week. All right, we just need Oren to roll one. We I'm trying to find my character. He's on the right-hand side of the board there. There he is. Is the whole board supposed to be black? Um, no. Can you see yourselves? I can, I can see myself. I can't see anything else. Uh, try reloading the page. I had to do that. All right. And also, if you're not using Chrome, then that's your own fault. <laughs> I use Chrome for my work, so I tried to have too many windows open for that. I'm always signed into my work account. All right. I'll load it on Chrome. Can you other guys see? Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Loading. Mapping the dungeon. Gathering steam. Still gathering steam. Still gathering steam. <laughs> needs a lot of steam. Oh, there we go. I can see, see things now. Right, look at you. Because you can so, see things now. So look at yourself. Forest. Oh, there's the hawk. Yeah. He looks uh looks angered. I don't know. Hawks always look kind of severe, so maybe that's all it is. Okay. So I guess I can get my movement and Yeah, so you're first. Um uh, one thing, let's uh, we're going to try. Just everybody starts with inspiration at the beginning of the game, each session. So, uh, am I supposed to have a bless turned on? Bless. It was automatically turned on on my sheet. Global attack modifier one d four bless. No, I don't know where that came from. Uh, I'm going to just uncheck that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just noticed it when I launched it up this time, and I was like, I don't know why that's there or where it came from. Hey, you're cogging my character. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to see if it was a setting. I forget that it flips it for everybody. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, I don't know where it came from. Um, anyway. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to move off. I mean, so how thick are the woods right next to me? Here. Uh, well, so you can see the trees versus the uh, fo- other foliage. Um, there's there's plenty of trees, but they're not. What I'm saying is, like, am I going like, to be up to my waist in, like, brambles, or can I pretty oh, easily no. step over to the trees? Yeah, yeah, the grass and stuff is uh, between ankle and knee height. It's not very, very high. All right, so I can move, I can move, like, under this tree here. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, of course. All right, I'm going to do that then, and... 
whip out my longbow and take a shot, I guess. Is it heading straight towards me? Like, it, it wants to kill me, right? Uh, yeah, that's the feeling that you get. Okay. Based on uh, the fact that it was it's whipping straight towards you and I made you all initiative. Right. Murderhawk. Freaking murderhawks. All right. Let's see how well the longbow works. Hmm. Hmm. You, uh, you should stop rolling ones. Thanks. I'll try. <laughs> All right. So, uh, excited by your first action out here in a new land, uh, you get a little overzealous, and the uh, the arrow gets stuck into in a tree branch about ten feet away from you, right here. All right. Cool. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. it breaks because you're all one. All right. Uh, anything else? Probably not, because you're only level one. Hey, that's pretty much it. Okay. Mokuzar, you hear uh, a, a yip of concern from Balos and see him kind of dodge into the edge of the trees there and try to shoot an arrow. At, uh, you can actually see the hawk coming down from the sky towards him. All right. Uh... I'm going to run towards the tree cover as well. 5, 10, 15, 25, 30 to over there. And uh, I think that's uh, all I can do for now. Uh, I'm going to try to cast uh, Druid uh, again. And I'm going to try to create the sound of a uh, of, of some sort of small rodent creature over here. All right. Let me see if actually it'd be more like over here. I only have thirty foot range on that. I'm trying to see. Uh, so, me a d20 before, before yep. uh, you do it. Fifteen. Okay. Um, if you go to the uh, Mac, the collections tab, the up at the top right hand corner of the thing, you know, you have the collections where all the cards and stuff are. On roll twenty, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, you should see a couple of rollable t- tables. And I want you to click the roll button on the positive spell effects. Okay, so if so, you roll double duration. So if your spell has a duration on it and it's applicable, then uh, this spell's duration will double. It's just instantaneous. So okay, all right. So so you feel a jolt of energy, but nothing special happens other than. Uh, then it goes off as normal. All right, so you make a, a rodentine sound from over there? Yes. All right. Let's see. Oh, yeah, you already drew it. Never mind. All right. Okay. So a uh, squeak of a loud squeak of a mouse or something goes off right there. All right, and then uh, you hear a 
scree of a hawk as a hawk in a tree directly above Matt uh, dives down on him. Oh, come on. Really? That's exactly where it was. Yeah, I didn't move it. It You moved right underneath it. (laughs) Jesus. It it flies down and uh, attempts to peck you with its beak. Uh, and uh, rolled amazing with a 22 to hit <laughs> for, for six piercing damage. Make, making this, these games not so much fun for me, Danny. Just going to say. <laughs> I, I don't... Look, just as I had already named the NPC Oren before you guys made characters, mm. that that Hulk was there before you moved there. Uh, all right. Oren. <coughs> Orin's going to uh, move his way up here. <clears throat> and yell out at uh, uh, Matt's character. I thought nature was supposed to like you elves. And throws a javelin at the bird. All right. What's your range on that javelin? Uh, let's see. 30 and 120. All right. So we got long range. I think it was, was that minus two to hit or something. Okay. So, 13. 13 hits it. Uh, the javelin just takes it uh, right in the chest and spears it to the tree. It is dead. Deader! I'm done. I'm put an X on it. All right. It is D-E-D. All right. <clears throat> and then... Uh, you guys hear another scree. And see another hawk. Let's see here. Uh, it flies. It's heading straight towards the barbarian. Take it. Wrong cursor. There we go. It's uh comes flying down and heads to- heading towards Orin. And then another one. Getting all hawks flew in packs. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Uh, uh 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. <laughs> flies right up to Orin and attempts to beak him in the face. With an eight to hit. I'm guessing that misses. Yeah. All right. And then uh, this is going to be so much easier if I just do this. Okay. At this point, you guys notice that there are several others uh, nearby <laughs> as well. They all come just shooting out of trees. I hate nature. (laughs) (laughs) Might be time to run. What have I told you, brother? Nature doesn't know any better. Nature seems to hate us.
All right. And they all begin uh, flying towards various members of your party. One of them's in a tree right next to Mokuzora, so it just kind of hops down and, and attempts to peck him in the noggin. Uh, with a 14 to hit. Hits! Alright, so you take 5 beak damage. Which counts as piercing, if that matters to you. And then the one that started the whole thing... That uh, finishes uh, flying at map 5 to, uh, to there and attempts to beak him. And it gets uh, advantage because, as uh, Oren said, they, they fly in packs. Uh, so it's a 17 to hit. I mean, either way, I'm dead. Uh, well, you take four damage. Uh, okay, I got one boy left. All right. Yay, me. All right, Balos, it's your turn. Yeah. Is it right next to me? Because I can't see if it did move. Uh, there's one right next to you. Yeah, right here. It didn't show up on my screen. Uh, you know, that same thing was happening to me uh, um, on Sunday night when we played. I kept having to refresh my page to get things nothing's to as a matter of fact nothing is working yeah yeah that exactly <sighs> thing i had to just refresh i had to do it a couple times it wasn't didn't happen to anybody else i don't think while we were playing though for the record i am using chrome so if i try to shoot it with the bow i get what disadvantage yeah unless you could spend your inspiration to to make a normal attack if you wanted to or you could shoot a different one with a bow and not have disadvantage Sure, yeah. Let's shoot the one that's actively fucking pecking me in the face. Um, <laughs> still is, not. We have mature audiences rating, folks. Yeah, I mean, we always do. It's still not working. I don't know. Somebody just... What's, what's um, not working for you? And no, nothing is working for me. I can't right. select anything. I can't move anything. So... Um, are you trying to like click on your character sheet, or I'm trying to click on into things on the board, so nothing on the board is working. I can't click on anything on the board. Oh, like your character, like your character token. My character token, other yeah, nothing. Yeah, uh, you can you can refresh, or what do you want to do? I mean, what's what's the rules for a guarded retreat? I've never had to do one before. Uh, you can take your action to to do it. Engage. I'll just, I'll just, somebody just roll me disadvantage. I'm just going to try to shoot the one that's right in front of me. I don't know, whatever. I'm about to go down this turn anyway. Doesn't matter. So, D20 for you? I'll, I'll, I can just click on this character sheet. Oh. It's uh, 20 to hit for 7 damage. With disadvantage. Well, with disadvantage? Yeah, it was a 25 and a 20. So, I guess I'll just let you make all my rolls from now on. Well, so you, you put an arrow straight through it and it dies. I, and I can't see the map, so I don't know where Just I would re- move. To refresh? Yeah, man. And I can't. It's not working. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't even see you in roll twenty. It shows. It shows that you're not. It's just me and John and Bogus. Yeah, I, I can't. That's weird. Let me try again. Uh, 
While he's doing that, I'm just going to attack the uh, Bloodhawk next to me. Yeah, go for it. All right. Uh, so I use my quarterstaff and power it up with the magic of Shillelagh. Right. What? What? Uh, what call it is that? That what one is a transmutation cantrip. All right, roll me a d20 first. <coughs> All right. Nine. All right, it works normally. All right. Now smack it. 24 for 8 damage. Uh, yeah, that's a critical hit. Uh, you just you literally knocked the bird's head off. It just, it's poor little birdie head goes sailing through the air and its wings flap three more times before it just collapses to the ground. All right. And then I'm going to We're here to back up. So I'm in there, and I can see John's roll, but I can only see like a quarter of the map, and I can't select anything, so. Yeah, I see that you're here now. Not anymore, because I just exited out. Oh. Yeah, I was having issues with it. It's this new, I think it's the whole new lighting thing, for some reason, that's causing issues. Uh They'll get it earned out. That's why it's beta. Yeah. Every time they got something new, this happens. I'll just turn dynamic lighting off on the on the map for now. Maybe that'll help. I mean, I've I've loaded it back into Safari and it's working. Okay. Well, I just I disabled the dynamic lighting too, so that might help. All right. So you still can, <coughs> Matt. Hmm. You, you can still move your character if you want to. Yep. I don't know where I would move it to. Um. Because I've already used an action, so I can't double move. Yeah, you can move closer to the other guys, or just across the across the road. What are you going to do? Or by the squeaky mouse? What's that? What's that? Yeah, is that what that blue square is? Yeah. They yeah. obviously don't seem to care about the squeaky mouse. Yeah, I'm just going to remove that now. I tried. Right. Had to do something. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Balos comes running out of the trees, and you can see that he is hurt pretty bad. He's he's got some profuse bleeding going on. All right. Okay. Um, then the bird from the tree uh, continues to bleed, and it's Oren's turn. All right. So uh, the bird right there—that's uh, <laughs> right next to us. I'm gonna go ahead and. You know, how many more are there? One, two, three, four, five. We're having an easy time. I'm going to go ahead and use my rages. All right. Um, at the very least, I'll be able to get that resistance to the damage and maybe survive and drag everybody off if we die. <clears throat> uh, attack of the bird. A 21 hits. You do six damage. That's your minimum. I think I probably just used the uh, the flat side of the axe as a bat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You hit it pretty hard, and it's like it looks disoriented, and like one of its wings isn't uh, doesn't look like it's flapping in the right direction anymore. But it's still alive. It's kind of hopping around on the ground angrily around you now. Mm, uh, I did my part. 
I'm going to uh, step out here uh, and try to get some more of the attention from the That's, other birds. That was me. You just moved Mokuzar. Oops. Uh, I should probably make it where you guys can't control each other's characters, I guess. I guess I'm finished. I don't have any other options, so. All right. I'm actively trying to get the attention of the other birds to notice me, so. Gotcha. Sorry, I'm just editing these character sheets real quick so that uh, you guys can't accidentally move each other. Okay, I should fix that. Um, yeah, and get get some bird attention you do. Oh, All these boy. birds are super into you. All right. Uh, so that bird seems to keep my pockets. To, <laughs> and uh, attempts to, to beak you. Uh, an 18 so to hit. An 18? Oh, yep. it's got pack tactic. Yeah, that's yep. it. All right, so that's six, but you have, uh, whatchamacallit, right? The you resistance will be three. I think three. Look at you. This may not last me that long, though. <laughs> I forgot they had pack tactics. Yeah, then the almost dead one. Um, it uh, actually attempts to uh, to flee over here, so... Mokuzar and Orin, you both can get a free attack on it if you want, with your reaction. Yeah, I'll try to hit it. Oh well. Yeah, well, it's already dead by the time you do that, so... Because uh, you rolled a 20 to hit with 11 damage. <laughs> it gets sliced in half, little red feathers go flying everywhere. And Good job! Then another one for that, yeah. 55 flies. Uh, it's all that practice uh, doing the pigeon shoots back <laughs> at the tribe. Another one flies full speed at you and attacks uh, with a 15 to hit. Uh, 16 AC. So it misses. And then another one. These things are just are flocking towards you. Almost as if they were birds. It's like a Hitchcock movie. Lots of it. Dang it. With a 17 to hit. So is that 3 or 2 damage? It's 3. Yeah, round up. Yeah. Alright. And then another dead one goes. And then another dead one goes. And then just for the last one of these guys doesn't even have initiative. The birds are still moving after they die. All right. Uh, I'm going to get rid of all these dead ones. They're not clogging up the initiative. A new round, Bellos. Uh, your new friend, Orin, is surrounded by birds. I know, but I've got a healing potion, Donna. I don't think so. <sighs> Darn, I should have taken that. All right. <clears throat> you could second wind, or is that level two? Did you get second wind? Definitely not level one. Okay. All right. I guess I'll just um, attack the bird 
closest to me. All right. Eleven for four. And eleven just misses. It just whizzes right past one of its wings. Of course it does. Why wouldn't it? Why would it hit? That's ridiculous. Belt of the boat. Mookie here, and that's all I'm doing. (laughs) Missing and moving. That's pretty much what I'm doing this game. You you killed one on your last attack. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You did. Mokazar. All right. So when he runs over next to me, uh, I reach out a hand that begins to glow and clasp his shoulder and cast Cure Wounds on him. Oh. Oh, that's friendship. Cure Wounds is what kind of magic? (laughs) It is evocation magic. Roll me a d20. All right. I'm so glad 13. I didn't pick a magic user. All right. Roll on the positive uh, chart. All right. All right. After you cast uh, Cure Wounds on him, you feel yourself, uh, your skin tingles, and you look down and see that you have become invisible. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Well, uh, I guess I'll give myself a little ninja mask there. I was not expecting that. Me neither. Right. So you get yeah. 10 hit points, uh, fellas. And then yeah. as, as he touches you. What happens? You, so what happens, what you guys see is Mokazar's his hand glows. He touches Balos. You see his wounds begin to close. And then starting at that glowing hand, uh, his entire body just disappears, like starting with his fingers all the way up his, his arm, then his entire body just disappears. All right. Well, then I'm going to move over here. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 to there. Right. And since I'm invisible, no one knows where I'm at, right? That's right. All right. Okay, I guess I don't understand druidic magic, but that seems a little strange. Yeah, that's a little strange. All right. Uh, so that was Mokazar. So Mokazar uh, healed you and somehow was consumed. Of course, you can tell. Yeah, he gave mm. he gave his entire uh, being for you to be healed. Feel bad about that. <laughs> <Forehead>. <laughs> yeah, I was actually going to ask. Did I see that happen? Yeah, yeah. Out of the corner of your eye, oh. you see it. You see the glowing, and then then your friend just is consumed by his own magic. As far as you can tell, and you're already angry. So yeah, it's like, what did you do to Mokasar? <laughs> Nothing birds. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, so let's see. I'm gonna attack the one to the north of me. All right, you axe it to death with a 14 to hit and eight damage. Trying to see if there's like any other. No, I don't. Okay, I don't one. really have any other things I can do to attack. So it's one at yeah. a time. Yeah, you're level one, man. <laughs> Yeah, I just I was looking and see like I know there's other things that barbarians get where you get an extra attack or whatever, but you end up getting like disadvantage on something later. Um, anyways, I'm done. All right, uh, the bird direct uh, directly in between you and Mokuzar there uh, attacks you, uh, and uh, gets a seven to hit. 
the uh, one one more flies out of a tree. Oh, he's been watching this whole time, and uh, he becomes a little beak friendly with you. With a, oh, yeah, he just he he beaks you right in the forehead and just brain matter <sighs> out. Uh, it's a twenty-four <laughs> for ten damage. <laughs> that is took five. Good uh, God. Uh, does it work on? Does it no. work on? Uh, I think it does work on uh, critical hits. Yeah. Bludgeoning, slashing, piercing damage. All right, and then uh, one last. Uh, in in uh, excited by his friend uh, tasting your your brain matter, also attacks uh, for an eighteen for four. Jeez, that hits, and <laughs> I'm at one hit point. Right. Well, well, when I say that, Danny's like, and one more flies out of a tree you didn't notice. Yeah, one hit point. Wait, 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 wait. How many? <laughs> two mm-hmm. more. Two more come out. Uh, Malos, <laughs> uh, over the last couple seconds, one of your friends was you absorbed him into your body to heal yourself. You think, and uh, now Orin is just being uh, flocked to death. By Jeez, bloodhawks ravaged by birds, and it's your turn. Yeah, I mean, I'll obviously shoot an arrow at it and miss. Let's see. Hey, nineteen for ten. Yeah, you put a which one does it does it matter to you which one you were attacking? Nah, I don't even care. All right, you put an arrow into the closest one and it uh, dies. It actually goes arcing off this way. It seems to bounce off of thin air and lands over here. That's weird. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll move over to here. All right. Mokuzar, the, the dead uh, bird bounces off of you, which is which is weird to watch because you're invisible even to yourself. All right. Well, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna step over here next to Orin, uh-huh. and uh, power up my staff with some shillelagh again. Try to attack this uh, hawk to the north. Got advantage. So, oh man! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you want that seven, or do you want that seven? Uh, <laughs> I want to use my inspiration to re-roll that. Uh, what? Uh, okay. You can't, you can't do that advantage. Yeah. All right. All right. So, uh, with a whoosh of air, uh, Mokuzar reappears. Brandishing his shillelagh in a threatening manner at a bird. Spirits, I'm here for. <laughs> I'm here, brother. He's come back to visit. Orin, your your uh, lifelong friend Mokazar has reappeared. As uh, as it's hard for you to tell if it's if it's really him or just an apparition because there's so much of your blood and brain in your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, right now, if uh, Orin wasn't engaged in battle, he'd be hiding behind uh, Matt's character. I think he's a ghost. All right, let's see if I can axe another bird. Dang. Oh, 18 for 16. You definitely axe the crap out of a bird. There's only the one bird left, and it uh, it's going to try its best to kill you. Although it doesn't have advantage anymore, so... I would think it might fly away. Odds go way down. A 16 for 6. Goodbye. It gets me, but uh, I'm going to use my Relentless Endurance. uh, To stay at one hit point. Yeah. (laughs) All right. 
it uh, bites into your into your flesh, rips a piece off, and swallows it. <laughs> and, uh, gives out a scree of victory, and then notices that you're still standing and looks confused. All right, uh, Balos, that just happened. This uh, Bloodhawk is choking down a, a small, torn off bit of your friend. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely shook. Oh, he's uh, 16 for 5. He stuck an arrow into it, but it's still alive. This bird will not go down so easily. Apparently this is a berserker bird. <laughs> All right. Bokuzar moves up and tries to smack him with his shillelagh. Nope. Oh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You uh, you accidentally, accidentally miss and uh, skim the side of Oren's, Oren's head, knocking some more brain matter loose. <laughs> <laughs> Oren, you cannot remember. I'm not sure if I should attack the, the ghost or the bird. You can't remember uh, any of your family members' names anymore. <laughs> that part of your brain has been eaten. But it's your turn. All right, going after the bird. This is terrible. Uh, 11 for 12. You're in such a rage, you can't even hit the bird. There's blood and. All kinds of other things you're not even sure the names of all over your face. This fight is never going to end. And the bird attempts to finish you off. <laughs> oh, and it misses. Its uh, beak uh, slips on some blood and it eats like a piece of you that was already loose instead <laughs> of finishing you off. I was going to say, why is this thing like roll a crit and just carries me off into the distance? <laughs> <laughs> Transformed into a rock. <laughs> Somebody bird carries a half work. This thing took one of your arrows and didn't even seem to care. It's still feeding on your friend. Oh my god! <laughs> it's, still, it's still leaving living body. It's just uh, devouring him. Twenty-three for. All right, you put another arrow into it, and it, and it flops to the ground. Looks at you with one eye and screams, and then dies. I feel like I've been cursed. As it as it's uh, the high-pitched scree kind of echoes around the area around you. You guys remember the magazine talking about the aggressive flora and fauna. Oh, no. I never forgot that part. Jeez. <sighs> uh, I think he needs to be healed. Orange just sits down. <laughs> <laughs> There's just those birds and they're everywhere. I could have sworn I saw Mokuzar come back from the dead and... <laughs> Uh, no, I didn't, didn't happen. I, I didn't die, brother. The magic <laughs> <It> speaks. <laughs> He's never this talkative. Please heal him. All right. Yep. I guess I'll use my. Well, unless we want to stop and take a short rest. <laughs> I think we don't have much of a choice. Yeah. Okay. We can do that. <laughs> we just. Uh... <laughs> We just got monkey stomped by birds. <laughs> this will hole up under this tree and hope it's not a freaking whopping willow. <laughs> I don't know oh. if Orange going to go anywhere close to another tree for a while. The tree, the tree uh, grunts in anger at your, your assumption. Mm. All right. So if we're taking a short rest here on the side of the road, uh, I'm going to use a hit die. That's fair. Balos, it was a rough fight for you there at the beginning, but you came out of it feeling pretty good. No, the healing spell helped. Otherwise, yeah. I'm not a berserker. I can't absorb that kind of damage. 
So uh, as you guys are sitting there, uh, you know, uh, trying to keep the rest of Orin's brain from falling out and generally catching your breath. I don't have much to lose. You, uh, holy crap, you get 11 hit points back from, from your hit die. You're like basically back to normal. It's <laughs> about. He just takes a piece of cloth and wraps it around his head and says, mm, I'm fine. <laughs> Start eating some tree bark. <laughs> Say jerky if you don't think about it. You guys, uh, you don't mind the splinters, right? Do you guys ask Mokuzar about uh, his his vanishing act as you guys are sitting there? How did you come back from the dead? I'm just like poking you, making sure you're real. Well, uh, I just let him know I, I'm not really certain what happened there either. I felt a strange surge of magic, and uh, but here I stand. Probably has something to do with the realm's effect on magic. <clears throat> Could be. Hopefully there are no more killer birds on the way to this goblin village. Or killer rats, or any other killer. During our uh, short rest, the uh, Orin is uh, makes a small fire and start roasting some of the birds that got skewered on javelins and arrows. <laughs> All right, yeah, they're fairly they're fairly big. They're uh, about the size of a chicken, actually. So uh, there's a lot of meat on those birds. Wait a minute, these things were only the size of a chicken. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, like a like a rooster, maybe a little bit bigger. They have uh, like four inch long uh, razor sharp beaks. That makes me feel a little better, I guess. Well, orange is paying back the favor. Right. They were eating. You know, you're going to eat them. Makes sense. Uh, All right. Yeah. So you clean a couple of the birds, and uh, well, you guys are only there 15 minutes. Let's say you get them cleaned, and and you're going to carry them with you to cook later. How about that? Sure. All right. You know, clean it like 40% feathered. Can you say you got three of them cleaned? I mean, come on. There's three of us. Sure. Especially if you guys are willing to help a little bit. Yeah, sure. Why not? All right. So you guys do that. uh, And uh, you think you're only about uh, another 15 to 30 minutes walk from the the area where they saw the bandits. So you guys start heading in that direction? Yeah, I'll scout ahead again. <coughs> All right. Should we wait for the scream again? Yeah, yeah, same same plan. Okay. It worked, it worked really well this time. So I guess I'll make a stealth check. It's not terrible this time. 14. Uh, 14, yeah, that's pretty good. Okay, so you guys uh, walk through. The, the trail comes... Uh, a little less clear uh, as you're walking through this part. Make me a perception check. I guess you can all, can all make it, but if Balo succeeds, he'll we'll see whatever it is. I'm sure I'll do exceptional. 21. 21 and a pair of 16s. Okay. <clears throat> uh, so, Balo, as you guys are walking, you actually see uh, just off to the path on your right. You see some blood, some fairly fresh blood, and uh, some areas where some 
plants and stuff are tamped down. Looks like this is probably the spot of the ambush. I guess I'll take a look around to see if I can figure out goblin footprints versus boot prints. Yeah, um, with a 21, I'll say you do. Uh, you kind of follow the the other footprints, the, the larger ones you expect to be the, the banditos. Uh, for about 15 yards or so, you don't see any sign of any people, but... Uh, uh, they kind of disappear after about 15 yards and you look around and realize you're actually in uh, the footprint of what was at one point probably a fairly large building. Um, you can see a couple of the corners where some of the stones are sticking up out of some bushes and uh, next to a, uh, a small shrubbery, you see what looks like a, uh, a uh, partially collapsed uh, cellar entrance or tunnel entrance of some sort. I'll wait here for Mukazar and Orin then. All right, yeah, they're not too far away, so you guys catch up with them in just a minute. All right, um, it's definitely the side of the ambush. Is able to pick out the boot prints from the goblin prints, and they lead into this tunnel. Hmm. So. I think um, maybe Orin might need to take the lead on this one. Or I could try. I could keep trying. Orin just it. shrugs his shoulders. No, and... I, I, I will. I'll, I'll keep. So let's, um, before we go down into this tunnel, anything else you guys want to do? Mm-mm. Nothing. Okay. Is there anything we could do to draw them out instead of us having to go in there? I mean, we don't know what's in there at all. So I mean, I can at least go in and try to check it out. Footprints went down there. Yeah, that's the same. But I don't know. We don't know what's in there. How far down it goes. Don't know anything about it. Um, I guess I can check for traps, right? Um, yeah, it's a perception check. Fifteen. You don't see any traps anywhere. It looks uh, looks like they made a cursory attempt to kind of cover it up with the the bush and stuff. Yeah, and some dead branches. Like the, branches. Yeah. It looks like they tried to cover the entrance, but the, it doesn't appear to be trapped or anything. I don't think they're too sophisticated. Could we uh, set me... traps? Again, I mean, I don't know how far in this goes. We don't know when they're coming back out again. I mean, we could wait to try to ambush them for a little while, or they might be getting away. Mm. There could be an exit on the other side. You know what I mean? They're not necessarily hold up. Or starts looking for the other side. Just for reference, it's early afternoon now. Well, I've got a hunting trap that we could put outside the entrance there. I mean, can we scout around it, Danny, to see? Yeah. Do we yeah. make some rolls? Yeah, you guys can all look around and give me a uh, another perception check or investigation check, either one. Mokuzar is so excited about his hunting trap idea, he doesn't notice anything. 
Oh my god, Jesus, I didn't know anything either. <laughs> that was awful. Alright, well, Oren rolls an 18. Uh, so you kind of uh, wander a little bit further afield than the other two, looking around. And you find what you think must be the Goblet Shortcut. It looks like uh, an old, partially collapsed uh, sewer entrance. Um, it's about okay. uh, almost two feet in diameter, the uh, the opening. It's fairly small. Um, can I see them where I am, or do I have to uh, trek back to get them? Uh, no, you stand back up, you can see them. We're only about like, 30 yards away. So I kind of... Uh... Wave in their direction to get their attention. Right. You guys, see, you guys see Warren, so you're able to go over there if you want. Okay, check it out. All right. Well, that I mean that explains the proximity, but so maybe they were here waiting for goblins to come out of the shortcut, but we still don't know if they're in there waiting or if they've gone somewhere else. Can we listen at the uh, the entrance, Danny? See if we can hear anything. Yeah, yeah. Perception checks for that too. Then. Twenty-two, eighteen, twenty-one. Dang! All right. You guys all get down really close and stick your ears like part way in the hole. Uh, you do not hear anything though. Mm. All right. I say I'm going to head in. You guys give me about 30 seconds before you follow. So Orin just stands beside it, just out of view of the entrance, and just has his axe raised with both hands over his head. Yep. And I'll get on to come out. The entrance. I have my shield and my quarterstaff ready. All right. You look down there. It's about a 12-foot drop or so uh, mm-hmm. to a dirt, dirt floor. Now, you don't have to make yeah. any kind of roll or anything. You just, uh, you just kind of hop down. All right, I'll let them know. Drop right. down. Take a look around. All right, you drop down. Yeah. And, find and blackness. Yeah, you find yourself uh, in what appears to be a uh, maybe a natural part of a cavern. It's uh, the walls and stuff look uh, uneven. There's some like uh, large pieces of masonry and stuff on the ground around you. And uh, it appears to open up to the on the southwest side of the small room you're in. Or the dynamic cave. lighting is being a little weird, Danny. Uh, you uh, shouldn't be able to see anything. Yeah, so I, say, I, I can see a triangle at the top and at the bottom on the left-hand side that moves with the cursor. That is weird. Yeah, I still see uh, the forest. Uh. Uh, you guys, yeah, you guys should have all moved over to the new ta- the new thing. You might have to yeah, refresh. I'm on, I'm on the new table. Everything's black. Oh, reload. Okay. Well, I guess I'm going to try to skirt the wall to get onto the southwest corner, and I guess I'll try to be stealthy about it. Yeah, all I see is one big. I see me, and yeah, that one corner is. Let's do see that triangle over there. It's weird. Uh, yeah, for me, it shows it exactly the way it should be. Like when I control L on your, your guy, I see what you can see. I don't see anything else. I see like, huh. the triangle squares open over here. Okay. So. All right. All right, so... Um, you can see yourself so I... in the area around you, though, at least? No, I can only see myself. Oh, my gosh. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to do about that. Because uh, I don't know. He's supposed to have night vision, right? New yeah. Settings. Well, like I said, like I said, if I uh, click Control L to see what he sees, it's correct. Uh, I guess I'll hop down there with him. See if it works for me. You're not Orin or Mokazar. There you go. Okay, that works perfect for me. All right. Yeah, I don't know if it's uh, not the. It's. I think it obviously works better in Chrome, but maybe it's like the build of Chrome or something. I don't know. Let me see. I'll put it back in Chrome. All right. In Chrome, before all of a sudden, I was able to select anything. So. All right. Maybe if that happens again, you can at least uh, open your character sheet to click on things, and then we can move your character for you. If you can at least see. Okay, I can see. All right, and I can select myself. All right, so let me uh, make a stealth roll. Yeah. All right. So you can start moving. I'll tell you if you need to roll again. Right, so you move down and you see uh, that this is um, underneath the uh, that old building. It looks like uh, at one point this was a fairly uh, large, well, it still is. It's a fairly large uh, underground complex, but it looks like a natural cavern for the most part, like partially collapsed uh, pieces of building and stuff are around you. Um, but for the most part, it's actual rocks, and you can see, you can tell just by looking at it that this was created probably by water at some point. There's some fungus and that sort of thing, but you don't see or hear anything else as you're moving around so far. All right, so now we have a choice. Well, it opens up, so, so there's a, a drop-off right here, right? But yeah, so the uh, directly in front of you is a drop-off, and then there's a walkway, basically a walkway on either side. Uh, you can see that if you go to the, not basically directly south, south by southeast, it kind of the ground kind of continues to slope down until it until it reaches the same level as the bottom of this kind of ravine type thing you're at. And then uh, if you keep going to the left or west, it looks like it might keep going off that way for a while. I see any sign that Balos seems worried. No, I, uh, no. How does Balos seem? I'm fine. Um, do I see? Can I see down into the ravine clearly or no? Yeah, yeah. It's only about a, a fifteen foot drop. Uh, okay, it's, it's fairly muddy down there. There's definitely still some, some a little bit of water somewhere, but not a lot. Or it could just right. be like when rain comes through, it comes through that hole, you know, and travels down to there. Well, I want to whisper back up at Orin and tell him to come on. And then I want to follow Balos. All right, I'm coming. Orin drops down. Have my axe out and everything. <laughs> All right. Balos, as you travel uh, along that northern west wall there, you see there's a well, small cavern area over here that uh, appears to be empty. Um, actually, give me a 
Uh, any of you guys have nature? I got survival. Not I mean, I'm not trained in nature, but I can, yeah. Yeah, I've got yeah. survival, but not nature. So you guys have survival trained? Yeah. Proficient, you, can yeah. Me, you can give me a roll on that, then. My nature is so high. Me three. Nice. All right. Actually, you both see there's uh, several sets of, of boot prints kind of wandering all around through here. Uh, but most of the tracks appear to go to the southwest, the southeastern side over here. So you go that way then. All right, I'll double back. I'm assuming they tell me that. Yeah, sure. Okay. I don't want to move too far, Danny, so just tell me yeah, you're good. how far we can move. You guys are good to move. <clears throat> right. There's another little cavern here. Yeah, as you start to move south, you see uh, several smaller caverns. The complex continues to kind of wind around in different directions with little dead ends. Well, if Orin's taking the lead, I guess we're not being stealthy anymore. Go ahead, Orin. Oh, I'm not trying to take the lead. I was just trying to keep up with you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we can definitely stay stealthy. Yeah, go ahead, Palos. All right. So as you move down into this next junction, you see uh, to the west what appears to be um, some actual stonework here, like uh, part of an actual building to the west. <laughs> there seems to be a light source over there. Yeah, there's uh, like a flickering light coming from that direction. Okay. All right, let me back up there and let them know that. It looks like there's actually some fire for light down here and uh, actual masonry, so be alert. Can I use my trap now? <laughs> mm, no. Do you need me to make another stealth roll? Yeah. Sixteen. Okay. All right. Uh, you don't hear any anything. Nobody seems to have realized you're here. So you, you keep moving. All right. As you get as you get to the edge of kind of where the mud kind of like uh, flows into this stone floor, you see uh, on part of what used to be a, a doorway here a little bas relief of a. Uh, a road figure kneeling. Uh, looks like it's like uh, the bass relief kind of shows the same room and it shows the, the figure kneeling at the entrance here. <clears throat> okay. And this, and this, this, look, this, so this up here looked like it used to be a doorway? Yeah, it looks like there used to be a door like right around in here somewhere. Okay, well, as I move up to here, I'm going to kneel. All right. Just in case. Okay. Anything happen? Uh, no, you could see you could see this uh, uh, fire coming from this uh, brazier over here. All right, I'm going to kind of crawl through this area. <laughs> okay. All right, nothing happens. Okay. Uh, you see, so now that you're fully in here, you see the, some sort of little altar-looking thing here. 
There's another brazier, but it's, it looks cracked and broken. And it's not lit. And there's a door back here behind the altar. Um, you see uh, there's several pots and stuff. Look like they've been, uh, based on the amount of dust in here and places where there isn't a lot of dust, you can see that these pots have been looked through recently. There's pots and jars and urns. I signal back that there's a doorway here. And I'll, um, I'll just come back and say, hey, um, just out of an abundance of caution because of that relief that I see there, just maybe uh, squat, crawl through this area here, and point to the area where the door used to be, just okay. in case. So I do the same thing, I squat, crawl through that same area. Okay. See, he does that, nothing happens. He just kind of crawls through it for you other time. All right. I'm going to copy him. Wait here for them. I'm going to okay. copy him and brawl, squat, brawl, frog walk through there. <laughs> okay. Same thing. All right. Okay, so you all go through there. All right, let me go check out this door. I'm going to try to be sneaky. Don't you want me rolling in a stealth roll? No, you're still good from the 16. Right, this is an old uh, wooden door. The the wood appears like so old and dry that it's almost fossilized, but it's still on a hinge <clears throat> and uh, appears to work. I'm going to take a beat here and listen at the doorway. All right, give me a perception check. Thirteen. Uh, you do not hear anything. All right, I guess I will, uh, hold on a second. You do notice, though, that the door actually uh, isn't attached to the hinges. So it looks like uh, you can just kind of pick the door up and slide it to the side or move it to the side and set it down. Okay, so there's no sneaking past that. So I'm yeah, just going to... You, you could quietly move it, but... All right, I'll try to quietly move it. Is, you want me to do that as a stealth check, or what kind of check do you want that to be? Uh, no, I'll just give it to you. Okay. You roll, already rolled two stealth checks down here. All right, well, I'll move the door. All right, right move it. When I see the altar, uh, mm-hmm. I remove my wand, and I'm going to cast magic detection. All right, when you do that, you see, uh, and look around the room, you see uh, glowing... Uh, this bass relief here is glowing. One that we crept past? Yeah. Other than that, though, you don't see anything that appears to be giving off magical aura. Well, that's going to last for ten minutes. Then. All right. Okay, you see a uh, uh, a hallway, fellows. Um, and uh Oren, you actually see the uh, a pair of boots that are moving around a little bit uh looks like someone is sitting on the ground down here to the south. From where you're standing. Wait, what? You see a pair of boots like sticking out uh like almost into the hallway down here south in the southern part of this hall. Like someone is around oh, the God. corner, you know, with their boots are hanging out. I'm uh, kind of motioning to try to get uh, the attention of uh, Mokazar and uh, my elven friend and kind of like pointing in that direction. 
oh, yeah. kind of bring their okay. attention to it. All right, and I'm going to indicate to them that there's some sort of magical aura uh, around this carving, so we should be right. careful. Do you want me to do that? Do you do magic fingers and then not do like a, a box thing in the air and point at it? That's right. I'm going to vogue <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> All right. So I'm just going to whisper, um, do you want me to put this door back and you set your trap or anyone do this? We could. And I didn't drag this trap all the way out here for nothing. I mean, or I can shoot him with an arrow. And you could, I mean, you could set the trap here at the doorway. I could shoot him with an arrow. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, are you guys talking about it? You're no, whispering. <laughs> all right. Why don't you make me a stealth check? All right, you guys are stealthily whispering with 21 and a 19 roll. I mean, yeah, it's easy to put the door back and draw him out. And maybe they'll step in the trap or I can shoot him with an arrow. Draw him out that way. Or I can try to sneak down and hear what they're saying. Do you? I say, I say, I just, I just shoot him with an arrow. We bottleneck them. So get where you want to be. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and set my trap right here in front of me. All right. Just draw a little box there if you want to. All right. Uh, Malos, give me a, uh, an uh, arrow attack with advantage. Because you can see the guy is like sitting on the ground. So. Uh, you can see the meat of his body pretty well. So when I click on just the weapon, it doesn't do it with advantage. Do you, I... should have a, you should have an advantage toggle on the top of your character sheet. Sorry. Let me forget that. There we go. I turned the toggle off and I just set it to always roll. All right. And 19, 19 hit five. five. The, the uh, arrow sticks, sticks into the gun. He goes, oh, oh, I'm hit. What the hell? He starts to uh, scramble to his feet and roll initiative. Lucasar, as he rolls initiative, says, I hope these were the bad guys. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Lucasar, you are first. All right. Um, I'm going to hold my action and attack the first creature that emerges from the door. Alright. Okay, this guy scrambles to his feet, uh, steps, steps up to here. Let's see. Uh, sees, uh, sees, uh, Balos there on the corner and fires a crossbow bolt at him. Uh, uh, 15 for three. Yeah, that's a hit. Alright. And then uh, he steps back around the corner. 
All right. Uh, Valos. I'm going to fall back to this brazier here. And how my attack. Uh, Orin. So everyone's holding their attack. <laughs> yeah. Watch the enemies be holding their attack. Um. I could just do the normal berserker thing and just run down the hallway and try to hit whatever, but I can only survive so many hits. <laughs> There's no telling what's down there. So I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to hold my attack and just stand up with my axe up in the air in both hands like I seem to be known to do. All right. So the, the end of the round comes and goes. And... Okazar. I'm going to go five. I can just barely I can just barely hear you, John. Sorry, I'll try to speak up. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, and then I'm gonna duck into this room over here. Okay. Step into that step into that room. Uh make me a sanity saving throw. Oh boy. Uh up. There we go. An 11. Okay, uh, you're able to keep your cool, but you see uh, signs of ancient blood and viscera around uh, a circle here in the floor. Uh, you see signs of like, there's like uh, old deep gouges like three to four inches deep in the stonework uh, or some type of claw or instrument scratched, the, scratched it. You can see uh, old shattered bones and such around look like humanoid of some sort. Uh, something something disturbing happened here at some point. But uh, you keep your cool about it. Zar uh, gives a little shudder and uh, turns to the doorway to make sure no one follows him in there. Alright. Alright. <clears throat> uh... Paulos, your turn. So how how big is that altar? Like, can I crouch behind it, at least get some kind of cover? Yeah, you could. It's about uh, three feet off the ground. <clears throat> it's just a slab of stone. Okay. I guess I'll move over there and crouch behind it. All right, when you do that, you see uh, a guy you shot with an arrow crouching uh, around the edge of the corner there. Right, I guess I'm going to try to shoot him before I duck behind this thing. Do I need to have disadvantage or? No, he's just going to have plus two to his AC. <clears throat> but at 14. Yes. You catch him right right below the ribs and he just collapses to the ground, groaning, groaning with blood pouring out of him. All right. Where is this going on? <laughs> Shot down the, down the hallway. hallway. Yeah. Okay, well, I can't see. That's why. All right. 
I'll crouch down behind here and stay where I'm at then. Signal over to Warren, you know, like do a finger up and then, you know, with a thumbs down, like one down. All right. You see, uh, as you're doing that, you see a flash of color as uh, uh, another one runs across here from right to left past your vision. A signal to him and say, one up. Okay. All right. And I saw Mokazar go into this one. Uh, or go down yeah, the hallway. No, you saw him. You saw him head into the hallway. Yeah, you heard heard voices and heard him. So sort of a gasp or something, maybe. Okay, All right, but it's your turn, Orin. <clears throat> Orin is going to go five, fifteen, twenty, and do I see this one right here? Uh, yeah, you see, you see that part of them. Okay, maybe a shoulder or something sticking out. So I'll step into there and javelin. All right. Yep. You can do that. Throw a javelin at him. Uh, 16 hits him, <clears throat> sticks into a side, groans. Just, these are goblins. Uh, duck the rest of the way in here with uh, Mokazar. All right. Mokazar. <coughs> um. See, Oren, you're in here with me, but mm-hmm. I can't really see what's going on down the hall. So I, I'm uh, going to let you know what I saw running in. All right. Well, I'm going to uh, move over here beside <sighs> the doorway and ready an attack if anybody shows themselves. All right. Like, I've got my back to this wall right here, ready to attack anything that pokes its head through. Gotcha. All right. Uh, a Ballas, you see a uh, this guy comes around the corner, sees you, and fires his crossbow at you. Uh, you're just got plus four to your AC. Okay. Uh, six to hit. Uh, I'm good on that one. He ducks back out of the way. And it's your turn. Alright, well. You can ready to attack for one more. Pops around if you want. 10, 15, 20. 25, 30. All right, screw it. Arrow time. All right, so you come barreling down the hallway. Yep. There's this guy. He's like, like hiding up against this wall, hoping he was he had cover. <laughs> and his, his eyes get big when he sees you. He's already got a wound from a javelin. <clears throat> ah, shit. <laughs> uh, can, you, can you use my inspiration to get advantage? Yeah, yeah, you can get, use your inspiration and reroll it. All right. Okay. So how often is inspiration actually desperation? Oh my god. <laughs> really often. That's another old two eights. Yeah. Unfortunate. All right. Okay. So he just jerks his head out of the way just in time, and the arrow plunges where his eyeball was. <clears throat> I'm about to get attacked twice here. 
and yep, uh, another bandit comes out and uh, steps up and attacks you with his scimitar with a 12 to hit. To miss, thank goodness. All right. And then one comes out uh, from the other side. Okay. Also attacks you with the scimitar. 15 to hit. That is a hit. We're going to take three damage. And it's Oren's turn. <clears throat> Oren's casting spells. I can tell. Help. Oren's casting spells, is that what you said? What? Oh, no. I clicked a button on accident. <laughs> oh. Gotcha. Let's say five. All right. 20. And he can, I can move through him, right? Matt, yeah. Okay. Uh, 30. And I'm going to rage. All right. How many times do you get rage twice a day, I'm guessing, at first level? Yeah, I get to prolong rest. So that was my second. No, I the first one, we did a short rest. Okay, so yeah, it's my second. Uh, the one on the uh, on the west here, I'm going to attack him with my axe. You're in a conga line with three of these guys now, basically, and you're in the middle. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm going to try to uh, take the attention off of uh, Matt. 14 for 8. 14 hits, and uh, he is in bad shape now as you uh, slam an axe into his gut. I didn't sign up for this. Bad shape or dead? Oh, I didn't mean to make him dead. <laughs> oh. I mean, I was completely fine with it. I'm sure, yeah. Don't change anything on my account. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Set it for Oren. Yeah, he's done. All right, Mokuzar. All right. Mokuzar's just going to barrel his way in there. After he sees them charge down the hall, guess I need to back them up. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 to there. Yeah. You guys make a right. little uh, sideways cross here with all the bandits. We are. I'm going to try to smack the one that uh, looks like he's already been damaged uh, with my shillelagh. All right. Uh, yeah, he just crushes Skull directly into his body cavity. That's how we do it, brother! <laughs> when? Crit for 15 damage. <laughs> just like on holidays back at the tribe. His head goes all the way into his body cavity, turns around and waddles into this wall, bounces off of it, and collapses <laughs> to the ground. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh, just as a side note, uh, Brandon, do you have your setup to double your crit damage? Yeah. Okay. If that ever happens. <laughs> so far, I've only critted on my perception. All right. So. <laughs> One of these guys, actually, this guy against the wall, actually, uh, he, just, he throws up a little bit when he sees that. <laughs> God. Jeff. It's not Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> All right. It's his turn. He angrily uh, comes. It will be my left to play the ukulele. He comes forward <laughs> and uh, swings at Mokuzar in anger. Misses with a nine. Guilty Jeff. All right. Balos. All right. 
I'm over there and fire at the guy who said... Uh, the northern guy's going to get an attack of opportunity against you. Oh, uh, he does? Yeah, because you're in. Yeah, you were next to it. Uh, I guess I can make a guarded retreat and not... Yeah. yeah. If you want to give up your attack, it's up to you. I don't want to take an attack of opportunity. Um, and I can't use my bow. Uh, you can shoot at the guy down here. I'm pretty sure the rules don't say anything about that. Okay. Yep. I just thought if I had somebody with, you know, within five feet. Okay. No, it's only if you target somebody within five feet. Okay, I'll fire the guy down there then. Right, the nine, nine for four. It's gonna miss him just barely. It's not. This is not going well mm. for me. I mean, you guys have killed a couple of them already. I'm just saying, my hit ratio is terrible. Uh, yeah, yeah, it'll even out. Are you are you worried about your D and D KDR? Um. Well, I mean, you know. <laughs> All right, this guy next to uh, uh, Orin is also going to attack Mokazar. But you killed Jeff! He's the only one that had a time she used. He deserved it. Had it coming. It's a 21 to hit. For he was the only one that could read. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I try to fend it off with my shield, but uh, I failed to do so. Yeah. All right, Oren. These guys are really rallying around this whole Jeff thing. Okay, so the one on the uh, southeast, I'm gonna attack him. Yeah, he's the one that that got stuck by one of your javelins earlier. Oh, good. All right. Twenty-one for twelve finishes him off. He's dead. No more avenging Jeff for him. And Orin just kind of looks over and just smiles really big at the dude that's left. We didn't know half-orcs were going to protect the goblins, he says. Mokuzar. All right. Uh, Mokuzar, after uh, trying to fend off his blow and missing... See if he'll surrender. ...to retaliate. No? Okay. Nah, this dude just hurt me. No, Killing this. 15 for 6. You hit him, and he does not look good, but he is not dead. He's he's bloody. There's blood everywhere. But he's determined to take you with him, so he uh, attacks you one more time with a scimitar. Misses with a 6. Alright, this time I was expecting it. <laughs> Deflect it with my wooden shield. Alright. Balos, what you gonna do? I mean, I guess I'll drop my longbow and try to stab him with a long sword. All right. Why not? Yeah, why not? I'm gonna just wail at him two-handed. All right. Nope. Uh, <laughs> you didn't quite get your hands on the sword good before you start. You uh, swung it. Can I hit the broad side of a freaking barn? Yeah, I mean, that's it. Yeah, whatever. Mokuzar says, uh, stick to your bow, elf. It's not working so well either. All right, or it's your turn. All right. 
Orin is uh, choking up on the grip on his axe and uh, swings. Uh, yeah, 20 hits and uh, 10 finishes off the last of his meager hit point pool. Hmm. All right, and with that, the, uh, the area seems to fall quiet. I might have to explore the rest of the area next time. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. What? You guys are chicken yeah. out. <laughs> Till next week. They just, they just mm. want to take a break so they get uh, inspiration back for, for the next session. Mm, that's not it at all. It's not a bad topic. It's at 8 in the morning. <laughs> Metagaming, you guys. Right. No, Jesse's not here, so you can't <laughs> met again. That's true. All, All right. right. Just as a side note, my dynamic lighting does work, but occasionally it'll like wig out and show me everything within my radius. Oh, interesting. And then I kind of have to like twitch my uh, character token, and it'll go back to only showing me what I should see. So it's weird how buggy it is. It's uh, surprising. Well, you'd think if... I mean, I know they've got it in beta, but you'd think if they have it that far along, it would work a little better than it does. Yeah. yeah. That's strange. All right. Well, uh, what do you guys generally think about uh, this uh, campaign area, you know, setting, adventure, et cetera, so far? I like well, it. I'm, yeah, I'm like curious setting. about the magic thing because... It's like, I have no idea what's going to happen when I cast a spell. Yeah, that makes it fun. They said it's kind of like playing an orc in Warhammer. Doing anything. Well, let's that's roll true. the table and see what happens. Oh, that's funny. What do you think, Matt, so far? Oh, I like the setting. I just hate playing low-level characters. So, yeah. yeah. At least we're not uh, playing a monk this time. I like playing low-level characters. I just can't seem to get it. My luck is bad, I think, right now. I guess yeah, I'm just a glut for punishment, but I like it when it's everything's risky. Right. It's the frustration of, you know, of hitting like one out of ten times or whatever. Yeah, yeah you did roll pretty low here to hit rolls. Yeah, that's not great. That's like uh, when I play off Sundays with with Johns. I can pretty much always call it whenever I roll a damage die. I can call it to be a one, uh, and that kind of thing. That's all right, Ben. Makes up for it by rolling like a thirty damage, so it all averages out. He rolls like thirty damage and doesn't hit. Uh, He still hits. Or Gorn when he tries to use his uh, his hammer, he never hits. So he's just giving up and just to cast spells. Yeah, it just kills me because I have like a plus seven to hit, and I'll hit maybe fifty percent of the time, and that looks like, and then he's got a plus two to hit, and it seems like he hits every time. <laughs> That's just the way it is some sessions, though. Oh yeah. All right. Well, tune in next time, and we might be playing this. We might be playing the other campaign, depending on if, uh, if Jesse's available. So, either way, we'll yep. see you next week. Crafting. All right, All right everybody. Good night. <laughs>